Thank you for joining us today, Ryan, and all of you, as we journey to find the uncommon truth about leadership. How do we create a good plan and a culture and embrace the change that's required for us to lead? Yeah, uh, we, do, we do a couple of pieces that we uh, think are powerful, and this is a huge learning for me. When I was with the Washington Capitals, um, you know, I'm drafted number two in the world of the Caps. So as both of you know, that means they're not a very good team, right? <laughs> they're the, they're the, the second worst team in the NHL that year. <clears throat> Here's my point is in Washington, we were a young startup company with not enough skill to really play against the big boys. So we lost a lot. And here's what I learned because I experienced that. Let me take you inside an NHL dressing room. I found that the common cultural language, if I was to put it all together, came together around this idea of blame. So, so the idea of blame. So, you know, if we couldn't blame the goalie for the loss, we'd blame the referee for the loss. And what we find is that there's a lot of culture that is formed on the language of blame. And, it, and if the problem with blame is that everything we've just talked about goes away from a growth point of view, from a development point of view, from a uh, holding myself accountable point of view, if I can turn and blame someone else. So there, there is no growth in, in blame culture. Then I get traded to the Montreal Canadiens. And, uh, and by the way, I'm not throwing my guys under the bus in Washington. I mean, I was uh, in year two, I, I was captain of that mess. We were, we were trying to turn the culture. I get traded to the Canadiens who had just came off uh, six Stanley Cup wins in 10 seasons when I got there. And the common cultural language in that dressing room was much different. Uh, that was a team that won a lot. That was a team that, you know, was in the playoffs all the time. And in nine seasons with the Montreal Canadiens, we went to, you know, two Stanley Cup finals. So the common cultural language in that dressing room was built around, or at least this is what I remember, we weren't perfect, but was built around this idea of, of no excuse. So the, the, the words I remember were just find a way to win. So just find a solution. So just find a way to win. And, and that changed everything. So now, instead of being able to turn and blame the referee, now I was actually accountable for my actions uh, towards, you know, not only, not only in the concept of the team, but, you know, with the coaching staff and with management. <clears throat> here's, here's my summary on everything I've learned at the NHL level around culture. And we, we have processes that we help, you know, organizations put in place. But here it is. Culture turns on language. Mm. That's it. If you want to know the future of your business, Look at the language of your business. You want to know the future of a person? Look at the language that they say to themselves. 
this idea is that the language is the glue and it's the outpouring of belief system. It's the outpouring of, of mindset. It's the outpouring of action. And it's the glue that leaders can really influence. So the great leaders, whether they know it intention and they do it intentionally, or they don't know it and they're just doing it, always influence the language of the culture. And that's not always positive. Yeah, this is, you know, you just really hit on the overall uh, mindset triad is the wording that I would use that um, in your story we're talking about. It comes back to those three things and language and self-talk is one of the three critical aspects of our mindset and our state. That language that we use actually shows our beliefs and what's in our heart. And the days that I'm Mr. Grumpy Pants and it's coming out, whether it be in personal relationships or business, is showing where I'm at in my state. And I get to choose what that is, right? So I am accountable. And it's our choice to whether it be a victim, fall below the line and go, well, the blame game that you just said. Or if it's going to be, it's up to me, which is a accountable statement to start with self first and really change our focus because when we start to change our focus on what we focus on that tells us what we're going to feel that feeling is going to grow you know then we ultimately become it and then it goes into our language and because we've set a belief by our focus and then obviously lastly the physiology of what we do with that language is a really critical element to managing our state and ultimately state is culture whether it be individually my personal culture inside myself or in the team in the dressing room of the washington capitals you know as a leader which you've been throughout your hockey career your business career and in my experience with you that's something that i really can say yeah i've observed that in you and i've learned it is accountability and that you really inspire people by doing what you say. That's true leadership. Back to the very beginning of our whole discussion. Right? And that, I think this is really critical. What do you think, Bob? Love the discussion, gents. Thanks so much. Uh, just to build a bit on what was said before by Ryan, the language that we say to ourselves, the language that the team uses is so important. Uh, that just leads me to think that uh, the people that we have around us that are speaking languages are really important too. So uh, the story that uh, Ryan told about the two hockey teams, someone had pulled together the team and, and they were all speaking the same language to build that culture, right? That's, lead that's, that's management and that's leadership coming together. And what an interesting thing if you would have got a chance to stay with Washington, right? because they became a very good team, what, 20 years later. <laughs> they did, over time, change the culture to, and change the language of that team uh, by moving out people, bringing in people, right? When, you don't, when you're in an organization, you don't have the opportunity to move people out. You really do have to change mindsets, and you really do have to change their language. And, and uh, that's a, that's a, that is a tall order. But it starts with self. It starts with you understanding that, and you having the confidence to move forward. 
And the hint that I would give to other people is you've got to bring like people on board. So I was in an organization of over 100 employees leading that organization and uh, the culture needed to be changed. And that's immediately what I did was reach out and bring people, uh, two or three key people on at a senior management level out of, let's say, 10. And, that, and then one by one, we started to change uh, language and change mindset uh, through the process of discussions and encouragement and training and um, going to conferences together and bringing people on uh, and, and forming that cohort of like-minded people who could then influence others around them. And uh, that was a, a seven-year passionate uh, growth period for everybody. Very exciting. Changing the culture, changing the mindsets of a family, a hockey team, um, a business department, or a whole organization. We, we have a, our little model talks about, you know, future positive vision. <clears throat> Leaders are, are, are through their language and through their, obviously, you have to do it first. And, you know, this comes back to what we do and what we say. Uh, but leaders really give direction to companies and cultures. Um, and, and that is a fun thing to do because you see people come alongside and you see people, you know, uh, after a while decide that this is real and that they're going to be part of it. And I love that idea because you know, leadership's not about us, right? Leadership doesn't have ego. Let me, let me reverse that. Everybody has ego, but leadership has enough of the good side of ego to say that, you know, I'm not, it's not about me. It's not about, hey, look at me, I'm amazing. Leadership is about a movement. It's, it's about taking people in a direction and so I love that thought, and that's where language is so important. I listen in now. You guys will laugh at me. <clears throat> you know, I had a, um, a buddy of mine that kept saying, you know, he's standing in front of his wife, and he kept saying, my kids, my kids, my kids. <laughs> and I finally turned to him, and I said, I think she bore the kids. <laughs> like, it, it's not my kids, it's our kids. And you, you know, your, your, your viewers might think that that's such a small piece, and it is, and I'm jumping on my buddy. But here's the point, language counts, right? What was she thinking when he was saying, my kids? So, so this is a powerful uh, place for leadership to uh, be very self-aware uh, and understanding that their language has impact and uh, it's a great place to play out leadership because you, you can see it, you can hear it, you can fear, uh, feel it immediately. Thank you for listening today. We welcome you to visit us at www.theuncommontruth.life and find The Uncommon Truth on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Until next time, God bless.